And welcome into Sports Takes with Jake. Yes, the podcast edition, the fifth installment of the summer podcast series, if you will, for Sports Takes with Jake. And we'll get right into it here. Uh, first, we'll talk about the Phillies. Um, a very interesting week, to say the least, for my Phillies. Um, on Sunday, they experienced a four-hour, 26-minute affair that included the home plate umpire having to leave the ball game in the first inning after being after taking a foul ball to his face mask. Um, I think he's okay now, hopefully. And in the eighth inning, the netting behind the home plate was uh, knocked down, uh, fell down. So uh, that uh, made about a 20-minute delay there. So very interesting. But the Phillies beat the Nationals 12-6 in this one. Um, the Phillies are down 3 nothing early. Um, they used two bases loaded, loaded walks, and Alec Bohm beat out a third baseman throw to first and a wild pitch to make it 5-3 Philadelphia. Um, the Phillies, like I said, end up winning 12-6. JT Real Muto hits his 100th home run of his career. Um, Brendan Kinsler gave up three runs in the sixth inning, now has an 8.50 earned run average. Obviously not very good statistics from uh, Kinsler there. He's supposed to be one of the better relievers. Um, Scott Kingery was now, is now officially in AAA um, despite being paid $4 million this year and $6 million in 2022. Um, the Phillies kind of used, they wanted to make this contract because, you know, if Scott Kingery hit gold, then, you know, they would have been getting a bargain. But unfortunately, it blew up in their face here. Um, in 2020, they hit, he has hit uh, 159 with 35 strikeouts, 133 at bats in the 60 game shortened season last year. And in 2021 with the Phillies, he has struck out 12 times and only one hit in 19 at-bats. So hopefully he can kind of find his stroke down there in Lehigh Valley. And then the Braves came into town, and the Phillies lose a winnable game in the series opener. 9-5 is your final. Um, Ronald Acuna, just insane numbers off of Aaron Nola. 11 for 29 now which is a 379 average, three home runs, three doubles, and that, that included a 460-foot blast um, in this game. Um, Aaron Nola, again, just not not being the ace of the rotation right now. I mean, Zach Wheeler is the ace of this rotation. Nola is a, an afterthought at this point. Five innings, gives up four earned runs, seven hits, seven strikeouts, two walks. He only pitched 89 pitches. Over the last six starts, Aaron Nola's ERA has risen from a 2.86 to 4.06 ERA. Um, again, walks hurt him in this one. Um, a two-out walk in the first, and Austin Riley hits an RBI double to make it 1-0. Uh, Wilson Contreras homered with two outs in the fourth to make it 3-0. Um, fortunately for the Phillies, JT, Real Muto, and Brad Miller both homered to give the Phillies the lead in the sixth inning, but... Uh, again, the bullpen just not doing it, its job. Uh, Brogdon and Coonrod give up a combined five runs in the eighth inning. Um, Brogdon gave up a home run to Austin Riley and, and another two singles that turn into runs. Um, Coonrod, a, just a bad throwing error that eventually led to three more runs. 
Uh, Luke Williams, the call-up from Lehigh Valley, also known as Captain America, as he went 8-for-16 in the uh, USA Baseball Olympic Trials. Um, got a base hit, a bunt base hit, that actually got him all the way to third base with a throwing error. Uh, Bryce Harper in this one, a 410-foot bomb into the seats. Uh, that's a good sign to see from Bryce. A Bryce bomb, as we say. Gene Segura, an RBI double and three walks in this one. Alec Bohm, two hits and two runs. A positive sign there for a struggling Alec Bohm so far this season. The Phillies are runners in scoring position Awful. Two for 11, including 10 stranded runners, including in the seventh inning and the, when they stranded runners on the corners with only one out and they came away empty. So now for my, well, actually, not predictions. We're going to go into the second game of the third game series. Luke Williams, uh, the hero in the second game. Just an unbelievable story. Like we said, he got called up from Lehigh Valley, gets his first hit. On Tuesday night and then Wednesday night, Phillies down one nothing, looking like another miserable loss. Luke Williams comes up with two outs in the ninth inning and hits a two-run walk-off home run to beat the Braves 2-1. to He is the fourth Philly to hit his first career home run as a walk-off. And a pitching did really well in this one. Zach Eflin, six innings, only one run. He has been really good this year. And Ranger Suarez, three scoreless innings, possibly might get put in that rotation. We'll have to see what happens. But the Phillies beat the Braves 2-1 with just an unbelievable story there. Luke Williams lacing a home run to left field. And just an, a great story. And obviously in the interview, he was a little misty-eyed, as we like to say. And uh, just, just a great, great story there. Luke Williams, his first career home run, a walk-off home run. That, that might that might have saved the Phillies' season because... It wasn't looking too good before that. And then Thursday afternoon, a business person special, Gene Segura, saves the Phillies after a really messy ninth and 10th innings to give the Phillies their second straight walk-off win as he he hit a absolute bomb to left center field. And he, that brings in two to give the Phillies the win of four, three, and 10 innings. Um, it really shouldn't have even had to happen, though. Uh, Hector Neris gave up a bomb to Freddie Freeman in the ninth inning. And Odubel Herrera, I'm sorry, he should have easily had that ball out there. All he had to do was jump like a couple inches off the ground. He gets that ball, but did not get it. And the score was tied at one. And, of course, we bring in Jose Alvarado, who couldn't throw a strike to save his life. Uh, Philly, or Braves scored two runs on a couple of error, or an error, on a couple of walks, wild pitches, pass balls, you name it. Just a... Terrible. And I don't even think the Braves had a hit in that inning. They scored two runs. And then, like I said, Gene Segura wins it in the bottom of the 10th inning for, Phil, for the Phillies. But Zach Wheeler, can, can we say anything more about this guy? Another dominant performance again. Eight innings and 12 strikeouts gives up no runs. Just unbelievable from Zach Wheeler. I mean, his his record at CBP is just insane How how good he has been. Uh, in Philadelphia, and really the whole season, he has been worth every penny of that contract that the Phillies gave him. Just unbelievable. He is the ace of this rotation right now. And then my predictions for the next week here, we've got the New York Yankees coming into Philadelphia here in a couple of hours um, for a quick two-game series. Uh, I I hope, I, I believe the Yankees and the Phillies will split this series. I think the Yankees win today, and the Phillies win on Sunday. Hopefully, 
Um, I believe the Yankees and Phillies will split this two-game set. And then the Phillies go out to Los Angeles to face the Dodgers. Uh, I, I think the Phillies get one out of three. I just don't think we're at the Dodgers level just yet. Um, you know, hopefully we can win maybe the middle game, that three game set. And hopefully, I mean, it would be great if we can get two, but I think we get one out of three. And then the San Francisco Giants, the best team in the National League, managed by our former Phillies manager, Gabe Kapler. That's a three game set in the Bay Area. I think the Phillies get two out of three in this one. Phillies get two out of three in the Bay Area. And then the Nationals next Tuesday and Wednesday for a quick two-game series in South Philadelphia. I think the Phillies sweep out the Nationals in that quick two-game series. And then moving on to the Sixers, they take care of the Wizards four games to one. And then they have the, they have the Atlanta Hawks currently in a, in a best-of-seven series in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Um, the Atlanta Hawks win game one in Philadelphia. They were up as much as 25 in the third or third quarter. Um, and the Atlanta Braves hold Atlanta Hawks, excuse me, hold on to win 128, 124 and bead puts up 39 Trey young with 35. And then the Sixers win game two, 118, 102 and bead puts up 40. Sheik Milton adds 14 points in 14 minutes. They also held Trey young to only 21 points. And then last night, the Sixers beat up the Hawks 127-111 in Game 3. Um, I think the Sixers win in 6, personally. I think the Hawks get one more. But I think the Sixers ultimately win this series. Then other NBA playoff action. The Bucks a surprising 86-83 win in Game 3 over the, the Nets to cut that Brooklyn lead down to 2-1. I still think the Nets win that series, though. I'm going to say in 6. But I think the Nets ultimately win that series. Uh, the Utah Jazz up 2-0 over the Clippers. Again, I the Jazz I'm kind of high on, so I think the Jazz win in five. Um, and the Phoenix Suns leading three games to nothing over the Nuggets. And a pretty surprising affair there. Um, I, think the, I think the Suns win in five. I think the Nuggets will get one at home. But ultimately, the Suns take care of the Nuggets there in a, a best-of-seven series. Then moving on to the NHL, um, we have the final four set now. In the two semifinals, we have the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Montreal Canadiens and kind of a surprising uh, entry there from Montreal. Um, I think Vegas wins this one in seven, ultimately. And then the New York Islanders and Tampa Bay Lightning, this is another really good series. Um, I think Tampa Bay, the defending champs, ultimately win this series in seven. I have both these series going seven games. So but I think you're going to have a Vegas Tampa Bay Stanley Cup final. And then quickly moving on to the NHL, or not the NHL, the NFL, excuse me. Um, Julio Jones traded Tennessee. Um, that Tennessee offense is scary now. You have uh, Derek Henry, uh, Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown, now Julio Jones. And they really only give they only have to give up a second round pick, which is kind of surprising. But I mean, I guess Julio Jones is now 32 years old. Um, my thoughts on it: um, maybe tough. I mean, Julio Jones usually got about 10 targets a game in Atlanta. He's not going to get that in at Tennessee just because they like run the ball. Obviously, with Derrick Henry and you know, AJ Brown's an explosive receiver, so um, he's going to have to adjust that. But I think ultimately, it's going to be a, a good third down target or a red zone target there for for Tennessee. 
And obviously the Aaron Rodgers saga continues. Will he stay in Green Bay? Will he go? As long as this keeps going here, it, it, to me, if I were Aaron Rodgers, I would stay at this point because they have a championship team there right now. Well, I don't see the point of going to another team and trying to do something here in, in the summer. and then It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. If I were him, I would stay, but we'll have to see what happens there. And then on the PGA Tour, uh, the Memorial Tournament last weekend, Patrick Cantley outduels Colin Morikawa in a playoff to win his second Memorial Tournament in three years. So congrats to Patrick Cantley. And then Lexi Thompson, the U.S. Women's Open, for lack of a better word, chokes in the back nine at Olympic Club shooting a 41 on the back nine to miss out on a playoff by one shot. Yuka Sauso, the 19-year-old, comes out victorious over Nasa Hataoka in a two-hole aggregate playoff. So congrats to Yuka Sauso for the U.S. Women's Open. And then who will win the Palmetto Championship at Congaree this week on the PGA Tour? Uh, it has replaced the... Um, RBC Canadian Open for a second straight year due to the uh, pandemic. Uh, unfortunately, the PGA Tour players are not able to travel up to uh, Canada. Um, I think personally that uh, Dustin Johnson will win this golf tournament. Uh, Dustin Johnson just just too good. Um, ultimately, um, I know Chesson Howe is in the lead by two shots, but I don't see him holding over the weekend. Um, and really, I don't really see anybody else in the leaderboard that scares me. I mean, Dustin Johnson's the best player by far on this leaderboard. I mean, maybe I could see a Harris English. Uh, he's currently five shots back, three shots back at Dustin Johnson making a run. But I could see those two possibly going at it at the end. But I think ultimately Dustin Johnson wins this golf tournament and, and adds another title to his resume before the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines next week. So for that, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, have a great weekend. God bless and uh, we will catch you next week. Thank you.